Welcome to the Soul Mama podcast, where we have deep and honest conversations about healing, awakening, spirituality, and wellness on this sacred journey of conscious motherhood. We ask how we can walk this path in a way that nourishes, elevates, and heals us and our children. We deserve space and time to slow down and tune in to our hearts, to heal ourselves, and to honor our highest callings. It starts with us. I'm Nahanda Truscott-Reed. I'm a mother, holistic wellness coach, writer and speaker, and I am passionate about all of the ways we can raise our consciousness and come into more alignment and power as women and mothers. So we can heal the past and make more empowered choices for the future. Our stories and voices matter. It is my intention that these conversations inspire, motivate, and move you on your own Soul Mama journey. I'm so honored that you're here. Welcome, welcome. This is the second part of my interview with none other than the queen herself, Queen Afua. If you haven't already, you might want to listen to the first part of this interview. And in that, we covered what it took for Queen to actually channel her book, the life processing, healing, womb journey that she had to go through personally to birth the book that became Sacred Woman, which is now in its 20th edition. And I just have to say, hearing this interview back, I really feel like this is the call that we're all being invited to hear, to find that Sacred Woman within ourselves and to honour her in all of the ways that we can. And it's what I try to do, what I bring forth in my own work with women, with mothers, around really honouring what we need, when we need it, how we need it, and doing that in a way that centres the experiences, the voices, the needs, the nuances of life in a culture that doesn't centre women of colour. And so for me, Queen has been one of the role models who has shown that even though her success might have not come at the time that she initially published her text, Sacred Woman, that, you know, truth is truth. And when women recognize it, we support it. And so to see the success that Queen is now enjoying with her almost renaissance, you know, I just feel like it's such a beautiful testimony for how it can be to um, to survive and to thrive as a woman of color in the wellness world. And so in this second part of the conversation, we speak, well, Queen references some of the work that she did with Lauren London Um, and so for those of you who don't know Lauren London is an actress who was married I believe or partnered with Nipsey Hussle who was a rapper Um, and although that might be common knowledge in a lot of circles I was aware that those names may not ring a bell for all of you and so Nipsey Hussle um, died earlier Uh, this year and there was a massive uh, 
I guess, reckoning in the black community, um, both in America, but globally and online. And one of the things that Lauren London um, spoke about as a testimony for her own healing and grieving and for getting through that process was her work with Queen Afua. And so it's one of the factors that have led her, I guess, into a more mainstream lens now. Um, so just when that comes up, you should have a reference of what that is. Alas, you will receive all that you need to receive from this episode. So praying you enjoy, take a seat, really get comfortable and soak up the wisdom that is Queen of Fear. They're hearing the call and they are coming. Mm. And at a time like this, I see it, you know, this pandemic is pulling out the healers, yeah. the original healers, those African women, mm. the melanin women, they're the top of the line in terms of picking up and knowing because all healing, all we call modern um, uh, holistic health, they call it new age. It's not, it's as new age as the mountains. Ancient. No. Ancient. It's ancient antiquity <laughs> and that are ancient. African ancestors, this is their work. Yeah. I have a rhythm. We went, I took myself, Queen Esther, with um, Tahuti Film and did a documentary on women. Oh, this amazing. They'll be out in, in March amazing. with the book. And so there's a chant, I say, and you could just do it with me. Just say, whatever I say, I want you to say African natural lifestyle. Okay. Okay. What you want to say? African natural lifestyle. So every time I say, you're going to say African natural lifestyle. natural lifestyle so that we can connect to holistic health as ours, yeah. reclaiming it. So in my research of writing sacred woman, every, every time I would say about the herbs, it will bring me back into African natural life. I say about the dance and yoga, African natural lifestyle, about color therapy, about everything brought me back. I said, oh, wait a minute. You mean all this is ours? Wow. Oh, so if you really claim it as ours, we are the mothers. Yes. So what's happening is our daughters are teaching us now from other races. They're teaching us our own stuff. Mm-hmm. Stop remixing our stuff. Let's go within. That's why I feel responsible <laughs> <laughs> as much as I can to encourage us to get because it affects your self-esteem. Yes. If the original mother, if the mothers look to their daughters and their daughters become the mothers, mm-hmm. that is a problem. The daughters can mother them, mothers, and support them, but they're not to be the mother. Yes. They're not to be the lead. The melanin woman is the lead mm-hmm. of medicine. And when we bring it back to us as the original ones, then also we are own doctors. We are our own womb healers. Yes. We are own heart breast healers because it's all plant-based mm-hmm. and we go back to nature. So now we're going to do this little rhythm here. Yeah. I'm Kevin. ready. I'm ready. Ready? Yes. Aromatherapy. African, African natural, natural lifestyle. Massage therapy. African natural lifestyle. Reflexology. African natural lifestyle. Hydrotherapy. African natural lifestyle. Color therapy. African natural lifestyle. Polarity. African natural lifestyle. Did I say herbology? African natural lifestyle. Astrology. African natural lifestyle. Yoga. African natural lifestyle. 
meditation, African natural lifestyle. And we could go on. On and on <laughs> and on and through holistic health. Yeah. Now, holistic health is a trillion dollar business. So why our culture, why are we suffering through a lack of self-awareness, a lack of knowledge, but now we are embracing it. Yeah. When I went to the memorial for Nipsey Hussle, there was a woman in pink hair and pink hot pants. And I carry Heal Thyself book to the memorial, like a Bible. That's first time I do something like that. And she came over to me and she said, huh, I just ordered that book with a pink hair and a hot pink pants. That means the homegirls are wearing the book. Mm-hmm. It relates to everyone. Mm-hmm. When I went to the memorial in front of Nipsey Hustle's um, landmass, because he owned property, he purchased property. He helped reuse there. He showed people how to go into business. Wow, he healed. So he healed us on the economic level. Yeah. He gave us a pathway. And when I got there, and I had on blue because that we were dealing with Gateway New. Yeah. Boom healing. And I had a purple head wrap because that represents sacred woman and the high consciousness. So I'm coming like everyone else because they have the candles out there. They have you know, the people's out there, so I'm thinking, okay, everybody's just praying together and just mm-hmm. in the same space and maybe some drumming. So I came out and I just finished teaching, it was a hundred and some women on the call, mm-hmm. and I'm coming like everybody else. And I put my foot on the ground, so I said, Queen, hurry up, you have to close out. I said, close out what? She said, you have to close out the event. I said, oh my gosh, most high. I was so unprepared, but the most high was prepared and was using me. Oh, and I, have just, I submitted a, once again, as I walk in the nation of Islam, they gave me that, they gave me the final call and I put it in my hand. This is hustles and I'm holding yeah. it. And while I'm holding this in the left hand, this comedic scissors come and bring me the, my aunt, long, large plume, feather of my aunt. They put it in my right hand. What so I'm sitting like this and they said, queen, come over this way. We want you to close out. Here's the mic. I said, I, I, I had to start speaking in tongues. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Garvey, Harry Tubman, M.O.T.E.P., and Nipsey Hussle. Okay. Oh, and it continues. God. All right. So what that, once that happens, then they took me and placed me in front of the balloons and the blue candles. I said, wow, this is so beautiful. They have blue. Queen, he's a crib. That's what the blue is. And you got blue on. I said, most high. <laughs> My conclusion that I have no control over any of this. I am being obedient. Wow. And the spirit is moving me, and the spirit will move all of us to mm-hmm. victory and to freedom. Yes. If we gain impeccable listening, listen yeah. from the spiritual realm. Don't listen to what you see on the news because that's somebody else's news. Of course. You create the news. Definitely. You create our freedom. Focus in on what your inner vision, mm-hmm. as my sister says, my sister, Yavet son, yes, check in on your inner vision yes. because that's the real good news. Yeah. And that's the news going to feed you and your people up. Mm. And that's where our power is from within. Oh, Ashe, thank you for sharing that testimony. I can just imagine. And the fact that you've been continually able to just show up and be at the right place at the right time with the right words just there. I feel like that is living on purpose. That is living our 
alignment that's being the vehicle being the vessel and showing up for others that need us um and so thank you for your continued work mm -hmm. and so with my work working with women working with women on the path of motherhood women who might be experiencing issues around fertility and then kind of going through the transition of motherhood and really wanting to prepare themselves in a conscious and an intentional way what would be the main message from sacred women that you would say applies to women who are on that path of conscious motherhood say this affirmation my mother my heart i am in the heart of my mother and my mother's in my heart that is an african prayer that allows you to be connected to your mother. Now, your mother is mother creator, yeah. mother, father creator, your mother. Your mother is the mother that you came through, yeah. my mother, my heart. Your mother are the mothers in the community that helped you and supported you throughout different ways. They showed up in different ways. Who you studied with, you trained with, these are the mothers. The mother that's inside of you that mothers you every time you run a healing bath and you're crying or Gives you a cup of chamomile tea, you make her that inner mother, mother yourself. Connect to her. Mm. Go to your mother, your mother that you came to, and say thank you. Without saying, you didn't do this, let all that go. You didn't do this, you didn't do this. Imagine because you didn't do that, you did all that, let that go. Just tell her thank you. That's called gratitude. Mm. She could have avoided you. Mm. She might have needed to send you to your grandmother because she couldn't raise you because she was going through her own madness and insanity. So she put you out of harm's way. Whatever she did, she did everything she could do with what she had with her awareness. 40 years of child slavery, let's not forget. Mm -hmm. We never got therapy. We didn't have a full community rites of passage to repair us and get our land mass, and that didn't happen. So we are still wounded. So your mother's still wounded. If you want to be a good mother, then be a good daughter. Mm -hmm. Because if you go back, then you can go forward. Just go back and clean up. Mm -hmm. Because what will happen if you do that? As your children mature, they're going to also do what you did. If you, if you said, you didn't do this, they're just going to say, you're going to say, you didn't do this, you didn't do this, you didn't. You're going to say, wait a minute. I got you to school. I made sure you had clothing. So you're going to you, run it all down your rap sheet as a mother. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to say, I know you did all that. But the thing that meant so much to me, me, you were not there for me. And you're going to be like, what? Something's wrong with you. But it's, it's that you're just going to continue to perpetuate what you cycles. just did. The cycle must shift now. Yes. So your gratitude for your mother and what all her efforts that you didn't even see what she was doing. You see why she did what she did. That is going to permeate, it's going to open the heart of your child, and they're going to be watching that relationship and they're going to give you back what you have given back to your mother mm -hmm. and your father. Yeah. So to be a good parent, you got to go back to the original parents. Gotta go to your father and say, whatever you did, I forgive you, I love you, I appreciate you. Yeah. That is the beginning of you being in tune now, like a tuning fork. And then as you, your children go through different dimensions of life, you will be clean inside. You live a vegan that you like to the best of your ability. So clean enough so you can hear that voice from the most high tell you do this and don't do that. Mm -hmm. Be there. Don't do that. 
you will get direct step-by-step instruction because there's no one you're going to just do it and everything's going to be pretty. We'll read all the books. I read all the books for our children. I took all the workshops and all the classes. When I had my first child, I was scared of death. I thought I didn't know, I didn't know anything. <laughs> Until you have the experience. When you have the experience is when you really, they say experience is the best teacher. Of course. Right? So that to me is like a, a foundation and that will help to open the door and the way for you to have a healthy relationship with your children. Thank you for sharing that. And I feel it so much. I feel like a lot of the groundwork that I have done myself personally and that I hold space for other women to walk through is this healing of what it is that is still being carried forth before we even conceive, you know, some of the fears that we are lying dormant that we're not even aware of, right? And how can we begin to address those things, bring those things out from the shadows into the light so that we can actually heal them and offer nourishment and comfort to the things that weren't attended to as children. And like you say, do that inner child work so that when you are pregnant, when you are birthing, when you are mothering, that you're showing up in your fullest all the time. And so that invitation to kind of look back and to heal with our own birth parents, I feel like is such a integral foundation to, to build on. And the thing that I feel into when you say that is you know, we're giving a gift back to our parents when we do that, you know, rather than carrying a burden, you know, we're actually giving them that forgiveness, giving them that love, giving them that unconditional love that we would really desire to experience as mothers to our children as well. And so I'm constantly hearing these conversations about, you know, the cycles that we're wanting to break, the generational patterns or curses or traumas or histories that feel like they're just being repeated. And women who are consciously aware of them and wanting to create a new narrative. And so this backward looking that you're describing that actually going back to your own parents and healing what's there and cleaning that up I feel is definitely the first step to not continuing those old cycles but then how to actually birth a cycle when you haven't potentially lived into a model where you haven't seen what a healthy marriage looks like where you haven't seen what a mother who takes care of herself and prioritizes her health looks like where do you get that impetus to create a version of life that you've never seen? Well, because I've seen it, I can help. And those who have any experience in having healthy parents or parents who will be able to bring. One of the things that, I, that I've had a vision of, it's okay, nation building. I'll call it the nation of people scared of mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. I don't call it that. But I said, if you have a healthy woman, and she's whole, and she's going to the gateway, and she had a chance to heal her womb. And food is medicine, and coming out of the stuff trap places and moving forward, and talking to her inner child, and fighting to bring Sekhmet the healer through, and bouncing out her heart that she's died carrying anger, sitting on her seat of power, using her lesser light hemisphere to build, build wealth, to birthing her purpose, these two gateways. Now, there's the man on this side. And men asked me, oh, yes, could you write a book for us? I said, well, I did. It's called Heal Thyself. I wrote it for the family. Um, called City of Wellness. It's all there. They said, no, could you, they would say, reiterate, you're saying it again. Could you write a book for us? Mm-hmm. And then they started saying, well, you know what? We're, what we're doing is we're reading the book, Take a Woman. I said, okay. So I, I, it took a minute, but I did. 
And but it, I, it wasn't enough. Mm. After writing the book Man Hill Thyself, I was teaching it. I wasn't supposed to teach, I was supposed to write it, but who's gonna teach it? Yeah. Who's gonna believe what man could teach it wouldn't have the ego and push me aside and say, I'm gonna do it. Thank you, Queen. I'm, I had to grow him. Mm. His name is Supernova Son Hip Hop Medicine Man. I had to birth him, grow him, and said, You know what? <laughs> you gonna have to teach this training, okay? You a grown man, you went through some stuff, you understand. You got to hit the body, you got to the top. He said, whoa, ma. I've been pulling him through this all his life. I said, now listen, you are 12 years old. I want you to speak to this 12-year-old's crying, ma. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> his whole life, he cannot help it, but he's in it. And so my friend, Queen Esther, her son's name is Hallelujah. Oh, amazing. I love it. Hallelujah and another book together, I'll show you. So you put a hallelujah and you put a supernova star together and these are the primary teachers. Yes. Then I put 12 healing juggernauts, men who have life experience, mm -hmm. who master certain areas of their life healing. And I bring them in to meet once a week while supernova and hallelujah teach on Sunday. So now what you have is the repairing, which is the rites of passage for women. That's our foundation. We're supposed to have it since age 13 to 15. We missed that whole thing. Yeah. And then we've been indoctrinated for 400 years of chattel slavery from a slave diet to slave conscious to divide and conquer to broken homes, broken families, and putting our brothers and sisters in prison. That's what they got for us here. But there's a new day, and it's right now. So you got the men over this side healing. So now I've watched it. I've watched husbands or wives heal. I watched families grow. This is our going into our third semester. Women had 30 years in it. We've been up for 30 years, sacred women. Men just started. The book was written nine years ago. But when I see those couples coming together, mm -hmm. they're about to hurt each other on their way to whoop sacred women. <laughs> on their way to heal thyself. They was at their wrist end, and I see the harmony, and we recorded it. I said, Most High, the Creator has a master plan. I heard the song in 1969, Pharaoh Solomon sing that song. And I've been singing that song every day ever since. The creator has a master plan and you're that plan. I'm that plan. Yeah. We're that plan. We are that So plan. we have that but we, but we recognize the gifts that we all have and we bring them to the forefront. We want for nothing. Mm. We are the bank. We are the hospital. We are the planet. <laughs> and we can heal our condition. Yes. That's our that's a revolution right there. When you get a man and a, a black man and a black woman together and they're whole and they when they conceive a child, the child that comes from them will heal the whole planet Earth. Mm, I live for that vision. The vision is now. We're in it. We're in it. We're in it. That's why the, that's why the <laughs> pandemic is making us run to what we know for sure. Our time is up. We can make no more. Well, I'm, you know, I think I'm doing my healing. You know, my son used to call it goji berry healing. I think I'm doing a little healing. I think I was about 10 pounds. That is that time is up. <laughs> you better heal for you to save your life, the life of your children. Because if you go in, like they're telling us, if you come into the hospital today, mm -hmm. they're going to keep you and let your family wave to you. They more than likely won't see you again. My children just buried their father um, about two, three months ago. That's how it goes. It's better that you learn how to set up your nutrition kitchen pharmacy in your house with your herbs and your tonics and your tinctures and your soups and your salads and your steamed veggies and your sprouting and your avocados and your ginger mm. and your bitters. Set your 
picture up. All praise is due. Yeah. Set up your hydrotherapy room. That's your new hospital. That's the wellness clinic. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, who's going to heal us? The women. Yeah. The women are the primary healers. The men and the women, she's front line. Get in line, go to work, and have a family to heal. Oh, shit. And be happy about it. Because <laughs> women get an attitude. Wait a minute. I don't know. Why well, I gotta do all the work? Why well, I gotta run a crazy husband? You better run him a bear. Oh, Queen, it's been such a pleasure. I believe that there are so many things that we could delve deeper into. But I guess the question that I want to leave us with is in your time in this whole journey, seeing how the world has changed, seeing how the outward reality has been developing, like with this new edition of the book, for people who haven't yet read it, what is new that you felt like you needed to introduce and bring in to this edition that wasn't there the first time around? Two chapters. And I've been teaching these two chapters all along. One is time to shot. It deals with sacred time. And the observation of time and being able to use, stay in that thought, four o'clock, between four and six in the morning, that's when you channel. Your greatest visions come during that time. Second was written, all my books were written in those times. When the most deepest information, the clearest information came through, when your clear vessel, your melanin pours out like a river. And you just channel, channel. It's just coming out of you. And that's the time when we wake up and connect with Nebit Het, the lady of the house, the lady of the heavenly realms, our intuitive mother within us, mm-hmm. where all the answers of the universe dwells. All thing, all questions, just go with it during that time and ask any and everything. And whatever comes to you in that time is exact and right and true. The midday, that's the, the gateway of Mother Oz, Wombly Fest. That's when your Wombly Fest, what you picked up and never had. <laughs> never had, you picked up the treasure chest that's waiting for you. Midday, you activate the treasure chest, right. you know, who to call, what to do, how to do, what to do, all of that. And that rides during that daytime until 4, 6 to 6, 7 o'clock. That's when you're going into heaven rule. Heaven rule is now going in to cultivate your inner self, to do your healing bath, to do your affirmation, do your prayers. Take your time to put your clay packs on, do your castle, to do all that internal nurturing and self-care and, and recommitment and love. And then at the nine is 10 o'clock and it goes and the sun is all set and the moon is out and the sun is going into the sky, Mother Newt, that is when you go in to rest so that you will knit and you will heal and you will give revelations and you will wake up. And when I wake up, the first thing that comes out of my mouth, I do it because I'm coming from that place of that supernatural subconscious state. And I bring it to the now. And that's your, and every day, the days begin to spiral up. So that is the gateway of Shashat. Take your time, using your time with full consciousness, learning how to follow the sun and how to follow the moon. The final one, the, the final one is Meshkinet. It was amazing because in the beginning, all I had for Meshkinet was prayers. Mm-hmm. And the women would cry when I would read the prayer of Meshkinet, which is birthing your purpose. Mm. 
In New York, it says, Ishe Kole The Most High's works are indispensable. It can never be destroyed. That means you are the Most High's work. You cannot be destroyed. You can destroy yourself if you choose to, but your innate way is to live every day. But your purpose must be lived and it must be well lived. If you do not live your purpose, you will be walking dead. I feel you. You'll always be hurt and wounded. And someone said, well, how am I going to feed my family on my purpose? How are you going to feed your soul if you don't live your purpose? Start with what you have in your hand. Work with who you have around you that believes in you to the fullest. You can't have a baby by you have people around you don't believe you have a natural birth. Don't be around people who don't believe that you should have a natural birth. Be around someone who believes that you should have a natural birth. You're birthing a, per- a vision. You tell people, this is what I'm going to do. They say, oh, girl, you can't do that. You don't have the money. You don't have the relationships. You don't have the finance. Don't talk to them. Talk to the moon. Talk to the stars. Talk to the sun. Talk to the divine. Talk to those who believe in you. And they will be your supporters so you can bear down and birth your mesh connect. Otherwise, you put your mesh connect, you, you can abort. I talk about you can abort your mesh connect. Mm. You could be a stillbirth that she comes down and you still get scared. You don't believe in her enough to keep feeding her. Mm-hmm. You can get it to the point where it's a whole hysterectomy and you just don't believe in yourself ever again. So I'm not going to ever break money on that. But if you truly clean up and charge up your vessel, in a divine way, through the lifestyle that you're living, we're living, so many of us are living, that's when the treasures begin to pour out of you. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's going to need what you have. That's the magic. Everybody needs what you have. And they're waiting for you to bring it. And only one can bring it like the way you're going to bring it is you. And I don't care if everybody in the world is doing herbs and this, that, and the other, but the way you do those herbs, the way you spend that aromatherapy, the way you do that doula work, ain't nobody doing like you. You're unique. And there's a whole set of people who want it just the way you do it. Mm. So keep the faith. That's Mesh Connect. Mesh Connect's glyph is to squat and to bear down. What you see is the head coming out. Right. That is you. First yourself. And bring it to your heart and protect her. Protect your vision as if your life depends upon it. Because it does. It does. I'm walking my mesh connect. That's why I'm so hyped up in charge. I can feel that. I can feel and that. And you watch us. <laughs> <laughs> feel you. And I find just the the inspiration, the energy just is is just so calling to that truth. It's so calling to the deepest desires that I believe we all hold, which is to find yes. that purpose. That is to yes, find yes. that purpose and in and embody it you know to live it on a daily and I have been supporting women during this time you know you mentioned being in a pandemic women who have several children under the age of five say who are juggling marriage home business work childcare, and women are tired right and I couldn't leave without asking or a word for the women who are feeling overwhelmed, who are feeling burnt out, who are feeling like they are at their their wits end trying to maintain within this this situation that we find ourselves in with a, a reduced support system to be able to, to leverage. There isn't the village right now. And so for women who feel like they're carrying all of that on their shoulders, what is the word to bring back and rejuvenate some of that energy that I feel just oozing from you 
Green up. The green? The green. <laughs> the juice. The green juice. You're going in a battlefield. In order to win, and you shall, if you affirm it, you have to get the muscle. Everything you just said, I said, well, I remember that life completely with the three children, the husband and the work and the mission and the community and all of that. I remember that as the little children. Yeah. It is extremely overwhelming. And you have to match it with wellness. The heavier the challenge, the deeper your healing. That's how it goes. You don't just heal, by the way, when you get another moment. You know as if your life dependent upon it. Mm -hmm. I took my healing bath this morning. Not that I didn't take one two days ago and soak my soul. I do one today to get through this day gloriously mm. and divinely. I need that water all around me. Yeah. I have my green drink for my nervous system so that I don't have to carry the trauma and clean my blood. I want you to tap in. Those who are struggling, I want you to tap in and to know that you have supernatural powers. Because where is the divine in you? The divine is in you. Tap into that God, Holy Jamaray, Jod, Jehovah. This one spirit, Holy Spirit, universal life. Tap into that power because that's where all your power comes from. And then you become supernatural. And then they say, what matter of woman is she to have these children and a husband and a household and her work and, her, she's, and she's bringing finance and she's brilliant and she's sharp and she's loving. That's why we say we are the women when they ask you who you are with that life. That's how sacred women. When they ask you, how can you have such life during this pandemic? How can you be so positive? How can you help other women to heal themselves during this time and be fearless in your war? Because we say we are the women who lighten the darkness. We have come to lighten the darkness. Therefore, it is light. We have overcome the destroyers. We are there for those who we can hide their face who sunk down. They looked upon us then. We are the women. We are the healers. We are the women. We are the healers. We are the women. We are the healers. It's war. When? Now. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That's how you do it. Yes, yes, yes. You've been blessed. No, you, you can see three children. Say, my womb is so blessed. <laughs> Don't look like a burden. Women can some women cannot conceive. Yes. Say, my gosh, yeah. I've been able to conceive. You have a mate, you having a hard time? I have a mate. Let me clean him up. He's toxic. He's got a problem. <laughs> Queen. Spread him a bath. I thank you for your time. I thank you for your outpouring of energy. I thank you for your truth. I thank you for your wisdom. And I thank you for this book. I am going to put links to everything in my show notes. If people want to find you, where are the best places that they can come? Where are you going to be next? What's coming up next for you? Well, so much is coming up, but www.queenofua.com <laughs> because I have a school. I have the rights of passage coming up in March. Yes. Of women, sacred women, that book will come to life and you'll be amongst hundreds of other women healing. And the part, the big healing is the women coming together yes. and they bond and they love each other. The sisterhood is so strong, so beautiful. And from around the world, they come. We also have men coming up. We have sacred teens, age 13 to 15, the first time. 
I am looking so forward to that. We also have womb yoga dance. I'm teaching womb yoga dance um, because that's a part of the development as a woman. And Dr. Jupuk was working with me in terms of the uh, womb wellness training to become certified to have circles. She was a surgeon. She put down her scalpel and she works on higher levels of healing. Of course, Queen Esther was healing by the light of the moon, doing the moon healing transformational work. So just check out our website. And I'm going to be doing a play. I'm going to be doing a play. I want you all to come out to it. Oh, for sure. Not typically. The name of the play is Overcoming. And it is, and the subtitles, if your vagina can speak, what would she say? Okay. <laughs> she has a lot wait. to say. And I'm a drama queen. I cannot <laughs> wait. I'm a drama queen. And I'm going to tell everybody's stories in my drama. And I'm going to fall out. I'm going to get happy. I'm going to get you crying. I'm going to get you joyous. I'm going to get you running for your life, running to the hills, to the hills of where the healing is. So that I take you to this drop drama of life. And then we recover. We get a chance to recover. That's the creative side. That's the art. Bring it all in together. So. Oh, beautiful. Oh, this is going to be a beautiful continued unfolding. And I wish you so much abundance and continued success in all that you do. It's been a true privilege and honor to speak with you today. And I look forward to continuing our connection in the future. Thank you. I feel you so much. Thank you so much for your support today. It's been a pleasure. Continue success in all your work and all the circles and all the women that you're going to touch and heal and inspire. Thank you so much. It's my privilege and honor to be with you once again. Blessings, Queen. Thank you. And so that was the epic conversation with Queen Afua. I don't even know where to begin to sum up the highlights of that conversation. We are the women, we are the healers you know, um, heal as if your life depended upon it, because it does, like just line after line, I felt like Queen was just dropping the mic, and I was just like, yes, 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 there is so much truth in here, so much resonance, so much energy, so much passion, so much wisdom, I really pray that you got all that you needed from that episode, and that if you haven't read Sacred Women, that it might be a text that you revisit in its 20th edition, um, but despite that, beyond that, if and if you never get to read Sacred Women, that you take on this invitation to really take responsibility for our lives as women, as mothers, as partners. You know, we can take control of our health, our wellness, and our realities. And I think if there was anything that could sum up the soul mama mission statement, that's it. It's, you know, being conscious, you know, using what we're experiencing as an awakening and allowing that healing to transform us, to move us through in a way where we can go beyond surviving and begin to thrive. And so the next episode that you'll hear from me will be a solo episode where I will just be distilling all of the highlights from this second season uh, talking about how the world and everything that's been happening has been, you know, affecting me personally and how I've translated that to the women that I work with. And also just feeling into the changes that might come around for season three. Um, so I am looking for a sponsor 
Um, so Spotify um, supported me with the production of this one, which I'm super grateful for. Um, and I'm looking for a small or large company, um, potentially black owned, uh, potentially product based that aligns with the mission of Soul Mama. Uh, which serves mothers or women in a way that upholds and, you know, positively affirms our health and well-being. And if you might happen to know of a company or own a company or work for a company that tallies with that description, I would love to hear from you. I potentially might open you know, uh, one company to, to sponsor each episode just so that I can continue to, um, to pay for the editing and for the support on the back end that I've had this season. Um, but it might be that there's someone who wants to sponsor all of season three, which would be at least 12 episodes. So just putting that out there, it's what I'm thinking about at the moment. And I'm trusting that that will all come into alignment. Um, but if that happens to be you, do get in touch with the email or DM me on Instagram and just continue to share because these episodes, I believe, have have the potential to really heal and transform and support and nourish women who listen to them. So it is with great gratitude that I thank you for all of your time and energy over this last season. And I look forward to speaking to you again for one last time this season next week. Thank you so much for listening. Head over to www.soulmamajourney.com for more resources, including the Soul Mama blog, the show notes to each episode with links and references to everything mentioned, and for more ways to work with me one-to-one. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at soulmamacoach for more personal shares and updates, and you can email me at nahanda at soulmamajourney.com. I so love to hear from you. Share the love with your friends, family, and anyone who would benefit from listening to this. And if you could take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, wherever you've listened to it, that really helps more people to discover it. Thank you. I appreciate you. Stay blessed.